What's up guys, it's Ollie from History Profiles and today I will be speaking about three brave warriors who stared death in the face and fought on, knowing it would be the end for them. They faced entire armies alone and their last stands have gone down in legend. This video is dedicated to them. The story of Dian Wei is one of rage, loyalty and sacrifice. Dian Wei was a military general serving under the legendary warlord Tao Tao in the late Eastern Han Dynasty of China. Dian Wei was famed for his godlike strength. He was also famed for his mastery of the Chinese polearm. He lived during the Three Kingdoms period where many famous warriors would fight and die, but none would have such a glorious end like Dian. The Three Kingdoms period in China was a time of non-stop war, betrayal, and strife. The year is 197 AD and Tao Tao would invade the territory of Zhang Xiu, who surrendered upon learning of the invasion. However, Zhang Xiu would choose to be cunning rather than bold. He would soon rebel against his new overlord. He and his men launched a surprise attack on Tao Tao's camp. The warlord Tao Tao was completely unprepared for this. His noble general Dian Wei, however, would stand guard at the entrance of the camp. Dian Wei had a dozen men with him protecting the camp, but they were all killed, and soon enough, he stood alone. Hundreds of men with a thirst for blood would charge at him, but he stood tall and fought bravely with his halberd-type weapon. He would swing his polearm and break over ten enemy spears with each swing. His mastery of combat could not be ignored, and the soldiers of Zhang Xiu would attack him in hordes as they knew they could not best him alone. Dian would even grab two men and killed them with his bare hands, betraying his immense strength. However, the hordes of men were able to wound him as he had many blades coming at him at once. Knowing death was close, he rushed forward and killed as many men as he could before succumbing to his wounds. Even as he knew his time grew to an end, he still swore and glared at his enemy. He eventually bled out, not being killed by one man, but his body simply gave out, even when his mind was still in the fight. Tao Tao would mourn his faithful general, as he had just lost one of his greatest and most loyal warriors. The story of the last stand of Benke is a tale of honour, bravery and unwavering loyalty. Benke was a warrior monk who lived in the latter years of the Heian period of Japan. By the age of 17, he was six foot six tall, which was an absolute monster compared to the rest of the men in Japan at the time. And he hated the samurai class, for he thought them to be arrogant and not worthy of their status. Benkei gave himself a mission of taking a thousand swords from samurais he killed in single combat. He took 999, he would then challenge a man named Yoshisune in single combat, but he lost. The two men then became fierce friends, and Benkei would join Yoshisune in his adventures and future battles. Many years later, after dozens of battles, his best friend, Samurai Yoshisune Minamoto, had been outlawed by his brother the Shogun, who was the military dictator of the country. Benkei and Yoshisune had been fighting together side by side for years and were the best of friends. When Yoshisune was outlawed by his brother, 
Benkei went with him into hiding and became an outlaw by association. The lord who was providing the outlaw's protection would die of old age. His son, fearing the wrath of the shogun, would divulge the location of the two outlaws. Yoshisune and Benkei had prepared for this day. Knowing this would be their end, and tired of running, Benkei stood guard on a bridge in front of the main gate to protect Yoshisune while he retired to the inner keep. Hundreds of the shogun soldiers would charge at Benkei, however they all met a swift death. It is said that he killed an excess of 300 soldiers who came at him man on man. Benkei was the master of seven weapons, but preferred to use his huge spiked war club, his sword, and his iron staff. He would swing his spiked war club at the shogun soldiers. He was so powerful that two or three of them at a time would be lifted from the ground, with most of their bones shattering upon impact. He was completely unmatched in combat, except by the man he was protecting. Knowing that facing the monstrous Benkei would mean certain death, the soldiers decided to fire volleys of arrows at him. After hundreds of arrows had been fired, an arrow-filled Benkei remained there standing, guarding the main gate. The man who was rumoured to be the son of a demon seemed to be immortal. Some soldiers dared to cross the bridge to take a closer look at Benkei, who was somehow still standing. As they approached, the gigantic man fell to the ground, having died standing upright. This is now known as the standing death of Benkei. Benkei's best friend Yoshisune, rather than surrender, killed his own wife and children to prevent them having the dishonour of being captured. He then turned the blade on himself and committed seppuku, a ritualistic form of samurai suicide. This is a tale of rage, loyalty and bloodshed. The year is 1066 and an unnamed berserker would make his mark on history with steel, bravery and blood. Even the English would pay their respects to him in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, writing about his valour and how no man could match him. In 1066, King Harald Hardrada of Norway would invade England, trying to claim the English crown as his own. Harald and his army would defeat the forces of the Earl of Mercia and would take over the city of York. The King of England, Harold Godwinson, soon learned of this. At this point, the army of Northmen were camped at Stamford Bridge, waiting for hostages to be sent to them. Harold Godwinson and his army marched so quickly across England that they took the Viking force by surprise and began to attack them when they weren't even armed. The Viking force began to flee across a bridge and were being cut down at every angle by armoured men who were ready to fight. When the time came for an all-out slaughter, the bridge became a choke point that the English just couldn't cross. This was due to one lone Viking berserker. The huge Axeman stood alone on the bridge. He was fearless, facing the entire English army, who came charging at him, wanting to kill him quickly to finish off the rest of the Viking force. No one who faced the unnamed Viking head-on lived to tell the tale. He would swing his two-handed great axe like a madman with unlimited energy. It is said that he stood firm on the bridge for such a long time that the Viking army were able to arm themselves and form a shield wall to prepare themselves for the incoming assault. 
the unnamed Viking berserker killed over 40 Englishmen, as none could get past him. The English soldiers would have to step over a mountain of corpses just to get the chance to fight him. All attempts from the English to fight this man ended with a swift death. It is said that weapons and arrows could not hurt him. He seemed to be in a trance, and all he could do was kill his enemy and hold the bridge. Eventually, an English pikeman floated under the bridge on top of a piece of wood and stabbed the unnamed Viking in the groin from the side of the bridge, dropping him to his knees. He was then pounced on by English soldiers and slain, just as they had seen him kill so many of their men. The English soldiers would then wipe out the Viking army and even kill their king, Harold Hardrada, and just like that, the Viking Age came to an end. The legendary deed of one lone, unnamed Viking berserker went down in legend, as it is recorded in both the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle and in many sagas, being one of the most heroic last stands in history. The name of this man died with Harold Hardrada's army. These were three great last stands that have gone down in legend. The deeds of these men have been immortalised due to their bravery, loyalty and love of battle. It's a shame we don't know the name of the lone Viking berserker, but his story will live on forever, as will the tales of the other warriors. If you think there are any other last stands that are worth mentioning, let me know in the comments sections down below. If you enjoyed the video, make sure to like and subscribe, and hit that notification bell, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.